0: This is a podcast from Rover. The area where my parents live, uh, the beach, the coastal area in which they live, has currently had an influx of uh, 14 great white sharks. It's a bit of fun. Considering that they so were.
1: Jay did what any normal person would do sponsored one of them. <laughs> yeah, well, I want to know where the fucker is. <laughs> <laughs> Jay and Dunk's summer of Not For Radio. Happy Tuesday to you, uh, good to be back with a, another summer uh, edition of Not For Radio. I thought we could start with uh, a funny piece sent through by one of our snipers. This is Mark Chatterton, and it's a little person comedian. His name is Brad Williams, uh, and this is about a bust-up he had in the McDonald's playground.
2: I was having lunch not too long ago with my best friends, Adam, and we're at a McDonald's. I know, I've made it in show business. And... Now, this sticker McDonald's had a, uh, a, a play place attached to it, all right? And me and Adam were just sitting there, we're talking. All of a sudden, this kid, I don't know if he thought that I was threatening his hood or, like, invading his turf, but he just runs out of the play place. He's got a ball from the ball pit, sees me, and just hucks this and pff, nails me right in the head. Can't miss this, son of a bitch, okay? <laughs> Wife pop up I'm like what the hell I see it's a kid I don't care I have street credit I gotta defend myself I'm going after the kid I start walking after him now Adam my friend he's a tall guy but he essentially works for me so he's like all right I guess we're beating up seven-year-olds today you know <laughs> <you're talking> <laughs> now.
1: <laughs>
2: now this particular play place must have had an incident of some kind because they had a security guard and he sees Adam coming towards me he's like hey you can't come in here and he looks at me he's like Yeah, you can come on in, yeah, that's cool. I'm not offended, I just got the green light to whoop some ass so I run into the play place. I (laughs) look around, I see the kid, but the other kids that are there in the play place, they see me walk in, they start clapping and cheering and getting all happy. I'm like, what the, and then I realize they think I'm a new mascot. Like, there's the hamburger and Ronald McDonald, and now there's the McDougat midget, apparently. (laughs) I'm gonna make it rain, sweet, and off, you know what I mean? And now they're clapping, but I see the kid, and he sees me, we lock eyes, and he turns around, and he runs up the slide. Now he's in the tubes, because he thinks he's safe in the tubes. You dumb fuck. You are not safe in those tubes. I am four foot four. I can run in those tubes, okay? I'm in the tubes, I'm Super Mario, and he got the stars. I'm good. (laughs) So I run up the tube. I see the kid. I run right up to him. I grab him. I start dragging him out by his little stride right, okay? I'm dragging him out. Yes, I know what stride rights are. I sometimes have to wear them myself, okay? (laughs) Not all the time. Sometimes you guys get sexy shoes. You guys got real sexy shoes tonight. These are good. I don't always wear these. Sometimes I gotta do shows and I got lights blinking from my shit. Not that sexy. (laughs) Now I'm yelling at the kid. Why'd you throw the ball at me? That was not very nice. You don't do that. As I'm yelling at him, the kid's dad is running up behind me. Pissed off. I don't see the dad. I'm just yelling at the kid. But Adam, my friend, he sees the dad. He does what any good guy friend would do. He goes, Let's see what happens here. (laughs) (laughs) The dad runs up, grabs me by the shoulder hard, whips me around, sees my face and goes, I was not expecting that. (laughs) (laughs) What were you expecting? I think he thought I was a kid, then when he whipped me around, saw my beard, he was like, I was not expecting that. (laughs) It's like, I'm 30, you shouldn't say that to another man. Now the dad's in this weird circumstance, he looks at me, he looks at his kid, he looks at me, he looks back at his kid, he goes, I can do nothing for you, boy. And he starts walking out. (laughs) What I know I've won, I got away with it, and this dad wanted to hit me. He wanted to hit me, but you can't punch a dwarf. You punch a dwarf, that's
1: a hate crime. Uh, once again, that comedian Brad Williams, if you want to give him a cheeky look up on Facebook, or you want to give him a goog. Um, somebody else sent this through, which I thought was quite funny. This is how to uh, take on a bear with jujitsu. Uh, first, you wait for the bear to make a move when it attacks, you duck and shoot in, which is then when you um attack, you know, someone in MMA, you go yeah. under the shoulders. Uh, take its back So swing around Jump on the back Of the grizzly bear And people have mm. talked about this Whether or not You can take on a grizzly bear This is apparently The best way to do it um, It won't be able to reach you Because its arms are short So yeah. once you've got the back You're sweet That's key And yeah. then it reckons Go for a rear naked
0: choke hold mm. Which is uh, a good neck choke Triangle that up uh, <coughs> Make sure you get the uh, get Your chest in nice and tight And then squeeze your bicep Over the top of your fist And really close it up
1: uh, and uh, the next step is When you, the bear passes out It will fall forward And then you've done it You've taken on a grizzly bear And you've won Perfect Next step Now snap out of your fantasy And realise you died Somewhere around Septo <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is a very brave uh, Shooting in to take the, take the bear Down front on There was a few
1: episodes um, Before Christmas Where we, we chat about this That fucking hectic fight That these two grizzly bears Got into Oh yeah that was one of the most frightening things I've seen. Easily the most frightening thing I've seen in the animal kingdom. Yeah, you know, the revenant,
0: the mm. um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Where basically his script was one page, and he and that was a heavy breathing. That's all he had to do for the whole fucking movie. Oh, man, great acting.
1: great acting. It was a, it was a yeah. tough watch. You felt yeah. puffed watching it.
0: Yeah. So that that reenactment is based on a real life story of a guy that fucking got stomped to bits by a massive fucking grizzly bear as a as a fur trader back in that exact same time and survived. Fucking hell Imagine, Yeah In terms of um, I'm, I was That being said Because we've got At the moment we hit, You know Like peak summer um, The area where My parents live uh, The beach The coastal area In which they live Has currently Had an influx Of uh, 14 great white sharks It's a bit
1: of fun Considering that they So were, Jay did what Any normal person would do Sponsored one of them
0: <laughs> Yeah well I want to know Where the fucker is Then <laughs> 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 it pops up I can see it's tag and I'm like well I'm, done, I'm not going to be Going surfing or diving there Uh, But there's – I was talking to one of the other lads at work here and he is at the other end. So there's basically an island uh, that separates uh, these two points on the coast and there's uh, about 40 kilometres of inner harbour. Big fucking thing. And it's at the other end where they're really prolific and where they're breeding. Um, And he's like, I could walk up the top of the hill, um, um, Bowentown Hill was what it's called, and he's like, I can look down and I can see people in the water – um, and f- like twenty meters away from this great white shark, which is just cruising in behind the waves, it's like you can see it clear as day. If you're up in the air, and that's what if you're a stand-up paddleboarder, you can see way more sharks than anybody else. Isn't that an indication that if it wanted to fuck you up, you'd be gone? Oh, uh, handy. Yeah. Uh, that being handy. said, I would run into and Marco would be the only uh, yeah. Well, I mean, they're the only ones that we really get here. Tiger sharks also be very niggly but we don't often get them in New Zealand. But great white sharks have the ability, because they can pump blood, um, warm blood into their brains, to go, I've changed my mind, you're fucked. After being cool with you for two and a half hours in the water, yeah, now I'm done. You're fucked. Like, you're happens? on the plate, yeah. They can make a decision like that.
1: Yeah, see, <laughs> I, I mean, you've been in a helicopter above waves before. I remember um, going uh, from my sister's wedding. She was down near Byron Bay, um, which is just south of the Gold Coast in Australia and uh, we were flying back in the SeaWorld helicopter of all things, and that was the same thing. I probably saw, I mean, they've got shark necks and shit there, but behind the shark nets, you know, where there's people clearly
0: swimming, um, maybe 30 sharks along the Gold Coast Beach? Yeah, well, most of the shark nets don't run parallel to the beach. They run uh, straight out because that's how you pick up sharks because they don't swim straight at the beach. They swim along. Which <laughs> you, you go, well, there's a shark now, but the fucking, they just. It's <laughs> just angry, pressed up against it, wants to leave, and now yeah. he's looking at
1: my legs and when I'm swimming. He's yeah. going to fucking smoke me. Light and fresh for summer. Jane Dunks,
0: not for radio. Uh,
1: this one here from uh, Sniper Jace, uh, sorry, James Hook. What's the weirdest shit you've had to explain to a member of a younger generation? A while ago, I had to explain that back in the day, we didn't have porn on the internet. If we wanted to see some Teddy Bo jangles, we had to scour wooded areas and railway sidings in the hope that you'd hit gold and discover an old discarded jazz mag Wait. or some analog porn, as I now refer to it. There
0: was no shit. When we were kids, we found exactly that. There was like a railway shack uh, next to the fresh fish market in Totonga and it had like a couple of shitty stick mags in it. And as kids, were like thumbing through it, like, going, "Oh, classic!" But what you don't think about is some some grabbers that jizzle through the pages. Yes. Some grubby be has whacking off in a shed next to a railway track,
1: or is he going? I've only used a page here; the rest of the book's good, but I've seen it now. I'll leave it for someone else. Is he a polite pervert? <laughs> I don't,
0: I've never, I've never crunched the numbers on on a stick mag and how many times it's been passed around.
1: When asked if after we found it we would then take it home, I also had to explain that this wasn't the etiquette of the at the time. You either deferred it to the old memory wank bank or. If you are one of those kids, excuse yourself and retired to the undergrowth for a game of pocket billiards. <laughs> they questioned who would leave porn there in the first place. With a slight tear in my eye, I nostalgically replied, "Legends." <laughs> <laughs> and so the question was posed, the weirdest shit you've had to explain to the younger generation. Uh, this one from Simon Hewitt. Uh, parasitic worms and humans. The 11 year old was mortified. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Always check your circus.
0: You <laughs> so, so you used to put flour in your undies. So when they come out at night to breathe out of your bumhole, they get all dust in a flour and they just look like kind of string calamari in your undies in well, the I
1: specifically we remember mum looking at my bum hole with a
0: torch when I thought she thought I had worms because
1: they come out at night time. They go out of yeah. your anus. Caleb's like, holy shit, you never had worms, yeah, Caleb. Is.
0: Imagine the worm that's running in Caleb's rig. There's no, fucking, there's I'm, seven foot of fucking real estate there. I'm, <laughs> no,
1: I'm not a grubby cunt. That's why. No, I don't know. They just do the rounds when you're younger. I no, don't know. I, I, I was basically yeah. No, no, they do. I know there was lots of kids like there was a worm outbreak at school and shit and fucking. Friggin' hard to get. <laughs> do you on top remember
0: of. um, fucking cooties? Fucking headless? oh nits, mate. Oh, my, my kids man. have had it like twenty, thirty times. Have it's they? Unreal. Yeah. Yeah, it'll just go never, round and round. And I never round round
1: understood round round. how those things fucking because you could never see them, eh? And They reckon they like swing like George the Jungle from one head to the other.
0: Yeah, they you they can, can see jump them
1: quite far. Yeah, you pop them between your fingernails. Eh? Yeah,
0: yeah, and you've got it. You've literally got to properly yeah, gas God. them with like a tea tree shampoo, and then we got a net comb, and they are just absolute bastards of things. Yeah, man. Just, and then you got to wash all the like wash all the kids' freaking sheets, and because. Twins in the same room Like if you clear them Out of one kid's head And you you go Mate you're getting Your hair washed as well oh, I don't have them Well fuck you will So tough It's life. just easy to give Your kids zeros though eh? How from do you get Even with zeros spotlight. You still get them wow. So worms you basically Pick yeah. them up Parasitic worms You can get them through um, Food or you can get them Under your fingernails If you put your f- hands In your mouth Yeah hmm. picking your teeth Any of that sort of stuff You pick them up From anything You can get them off Fucking keyboards bench tops. Fucking sponges. Well, I've and got beads. fucking nubs for nails, so it looks like oh. I've got a massive wheel running on
1: inside. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Well, uh, there's a great there's a great pick on. Just that. a heads up, guys.
0: You can get them fucking anywhere. Have a great day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 there's a there's a, a real crook one on. Um, Nature is metal, and it, and it's a great picture. Not a great picture. It's a fucking horrendous picture I think of I a remember black bear yes. with a um,
1: about three meters of tapeworm coming out its ass. Yeah,
0: it is. It is crook. And so basically, what ends up happening? So the vicious cycle of that said tapeworm in the in the black bear's nuss is uh, that they will they basically. Get the, get the tapeworm larvae in their bodies, which then is the ultimate host for them, and then they... Oh, here, I'll read the actual thing so I'll give you a proper description so it doesn't make any sense. Here we have a black bear who's in the throes of passing several lengthy tapeworms. It literally looks like it's shitting out like about four metres of... K- oh, Jesus, it's a tough watch. Anyway... Uh, Bears that depend on yearly salmon run often become hosts for these alien-looking organisms that lodge themselves into the Bruins intestinal tract. Bears intestinal tract. The life cycle of the broad fish tapeworm is a flat circle. Eggs are released into the wild via the droppings of the host bear. They wash into the rivers and streams where the crustaceans gobble them up. Next, the salmon chow down on these compromised mud bugs. And finally, you guessed it, the bears who are able to crush 20-plus salmon a day at the run's peak do exactly that. So then the tapeworm hatches inside the bear's stomach and the circle repeats itself. How fucked
1: is that, eh? 20 salmon a day is good going. No yeah. wonder they have to sleep for the winter. That's some fucking mad calorie stacking. Mm, yeah. Uh, back to things you've had to explain to younger people. Luke Brown sent us this one. Uh, I told them I was older than Google. That blew their fucking minds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm older than Google. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh This one from, from Stuart Ramsey. Uh, that you arranged a time and a place to meet people for a night out days in advance, sometimes weeks and even months yeah, in advance. Yeah, back
1: in the day, you would call up on the landline. You'd be like, you'd have to ask your mum whether or not you're allowed to call somebody else and if they had their number and if mm. they didn't have their number, you'd look up in a physical phone book and you'd scroll to their last name and get it and be like, I think that's where they live. Then you'd ring through. Their mum would answer your mum calling and then the phones would get passed over the kids. Then you'd invite them to the movies in two weeks' time and say, I think uh, according to the newspaper, which we've got at our house, <laughs> it's going to be on at 2.30 uh, on the afternoon the 27th. Can and the, you come? I'll meet you there. Yeah,
0: and you, you would drop your kid off And then the other family would turn up And you wouldn't even have to exchange You just basically They would just wait there Mm -hmm. And that's exactly it You'd you'd tee this catch up um, Months in advance Then showed up Not ever for a second questioning Whether they would be there or not Yeah Humans are shit at not turning up Mate I can can have a meeting booked And I'm fucking three minutes away From that meeting start And I'm like Yeah mate I'm not gonna make it eh
1: Fucking oh, hell. Fucking hell. Fingers implies pliers. is burning digits in multiple pliers. Mate,
0: I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm at least half away. I'm ha- half an hour at best. You want to push it to another time? In which case, I'll then There's brush six, the six people, people in the room yeah.
1: saying, fuck Jay Reeve again. Yeah. Um, Sam Bleakley wrote Had to explain to a younger co-worker That when I was 13 I would go online to a random chat group And talk to strangers And they would actually be who they say they were There would be no fear of being groomed or scammed Young mind blowing <laughs> You used to send a message through And it was a quicker way of typing it It'd just be ASL Age 6 location And you'd just be in a random chat room And there'd be fucking thousands of people in there And you're just like I'll chuck this out there You're like Whoa North Dakota I have to get the uh, Atlas out and see where you are it's going to take too long to load.
0: <laughs> Duncan ASL Hyde. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aaron Touche Astbury. Uh, I had to explain who Wurzel Gummidge was and who Alf was. Now, Wurzel Gummidge, he's another generation almost ahead of me. Alf from the Malmachian race who loved to eat cats. You're Willie.
1: <laughs> Great memory. <laughs> Your Willie, haven't you even oh, for a while. Mate,
0: it's so good. He was like a big. <laughs> he, looked like a, oh, he looked like a. he looked like a. He looked like a foreskin with hair. He did with fucking eyes like just like a millimeter apart. Yeah, he loved to eat cats and used to chew cats all the time. Great
1: though, uh, And one final one here Dave Land had to explain to a friend's daughter At around uh, 12 at the time she was How manure is spread on fields To provide nutrient for soil And having to break the news to her That every single vegetable or cereal She had ever eaten had been grown in shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey. Hey.
1: <laughs> On that note We might leave it there for another date We'll be back tomorrow with another Not For Radio podcast The summer edition Hopefully your day's going well Have an absolute ripper for the rest of it We'll catch you tomorrow
0: everyone else has buggered off, we haven't. Jay and Dunk's Summer of Not For Radio.